And we are back with our second episode of Undercurrents. Everyone, thank you for joining us for this podcast. Hope you listened uh, and enjoyed the first podcast uh, story. How do I unmute everyone now? Is it up to you guys to do it? Yes. Okay. Indeed. And the crew is back. Zach Wolf, Brandon Story, Alec Evans, Chris Hackman, and Sam Fredette. Boys, how we doing tonight on a Thursday night? A dreary Thursday night in Nashville, my dad. That's when you guys ask how you, that's when you guys respond. Call yeah, and well, New York. Call and response. Come on now. Yeah, everyone, one, two, three. The weather We're good. is it's warm. Yeah, yeah. Cold. Yeah. Opening ah, day. Windy. I got my window open. It's in very Cincinnati. warm here. <laughs> I'm loving it here. I feel so strange. for asking, asking, Alex. Don't you have oh. tornadoes right now? Uh, there, we may be in one. Actually, I was telling my roommate on the way back from Murfreesboro today, there was a strip of debris and damage, basically destruction, actually, just south of downtown Nashville. So there may be more coming tonight, too. I know Alabama got hit pretty hard. Um, actually, some casualties, too. So pray for the families. But um, so undercurrents tonight, we got a theme tonight. It is the best way to describe it is um very prominent members of bands um, that made their made their money, made their name with that band, but we're gonna switch. We're gonna take do a little 180 and focus on their either solo careers or some spin-off bands uh, that they had some uh, success with as well. And uh, the first one we're gonna get into is a uh, Chris Robinson from the Black Crows. Chris Robinson, his brother Rich Robinson were the core group of the Black Crows in the uh, late 80s and 90s. And for a while, they were the quintessential uh, arena stadium rock band for about uh, 10 years or so. And then uh, just kind of brothers being brothers, they absolutely hate each other now. And uh, they have split up. Chris Robinson, a couple years ago, decided to do Chris Robinson Brotherhood. And he delved into a little groovy... Grateful Daddy, shout out Jerry Garcia, um, sound with this one. This is Rosalie by Chris Robinson Brotherhood. Hope you enjoy On Undercurrents. <laughs>
Are we getting high? Is the air getting thinner? Say, are we getting high? Is the air getting thinner? Are we getting high? Is the air getting thinner? Are we getting high? Is the air getting thinner? that jam and boys let's oh shit i've gone too far everyone unmute everyone unmute zachary adam you unmute it i'm unmuted rosalie by chris robinson brotherhood um guys a little trivia question here chris robinson in the late 90s early 2000s he married to a famous uh actress she is known for her role in Almost Famous. Anyone? Anyone? I'm looking at her face. 
Jennifer Hudson. Kate Hudson. Oh. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Noah Downs. Shout out Noah Downs. He he gave uh, Alec and I uh, a couple texts yesterday and today saying, I really like the show. So we're getting somewhere. And then Darcy Murphy also uh, said that the the uh, hate towards Taylor Swift was not warranted, but we eventually rounded it out toward the end and said that she she is a great artist herself, despite the fact that I am a Maggie Rogers fan more than. Yeah. All right, we're going to jump into some more music. Um, Brandon's story. What do you have for the people tonight? Jumping into a little folk. What's going on? Uh, we got the killers. <laughs> Mr. Brightside. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So we got a couple couple bangers here. Uh, everyone knows Camp. Everyone loves Camp. Born and raised out of Columbus. Sam Westfall. You might have heard of the guy. His older brother is probably pretty cool. He's in this band. Um, however, two of, the, two of the band members, you got Taylor Meyer. He does like the lead singer, vocals. And then you got Matt Vinson. Uh, both of them have done their own s- spinoffs. Uh, pretty incredible music. Very low-key, very undercurrenty, uh, and we're going to throw them your way tonight. So, Caldwell, what do you say we start off with uh, a little Sunbuck, yeah, a.k.a. Taylor Meyer? For sure. Let's get it. Out. Let's kick it off. Tiger Sharks by Sunbuck on Undercurrents. Friends, oh my friends, we're doing time And our teachers should have taught us better Golden reflections in my mind And I'm leaving my offer forever It's been a long September Days that I long for on the wall And I'm speaking softer than I've ever Old money leaning on the law And the newsman's lying on the weather It's been a long September Been alone September And we go dancing in our stripes But don't be sad about it, baby And we all say we're doing fine But honey, have you seen us lately? Tiger sharks don't change their minds And tonight, I think I'm going crazy Tonight And sparklers on the lawn And the old folks 
dressed their weary feathers Golden days fading with the sun But the old road takes us there forever It's been a long September It's been a But honey, have you seen us lately? Spinning round in twirling lights It's how I want you always, baby Oh, tiger sharks don't change their minds And tonight, I think we're going crazy
Back in studio, that uh, the, the former, the latter song was uh, "Bringing Back" by Wonderful, Wonderful. And what's uh, story? What's the name of the of the bassist for Camp that he does that? That's his song. It's it's Matt Vincent. And I, I think the story. I was doing a little research here, so I, I think what happened is Taylor Meyer, Evan Westfall, original members of Camp, they heard these tracks and then eventually picked up Matt. So all these like songs were released like three, four years ago, but they only had like 40, 50,000 views on it. Um, <clears throat> so pretty small name, but made some, made something out of his career. So pretty cool. That's super. Uh, I very, love, I love both of them. The first song would make a great um, background music for one of those happy memory slideshows. Of, like pictures from pictures. like a fun summer. <laughs> like, <laughs> out. It would be literally perfect for that. Yeah, Tiger Sharks by Some Buck was the first song. Yeah, that that is <laughs> slow fade away or out in the slide. Back to the when we had the really cheesy PowerPoint animations. Ooh, it was like yeah, weird transitions. Did someone did you, did you say back away and speckle out? Yeah, and we thought it was so sweet, but it's actually all frowned upon in corporate society now. They just they did it wrong for us. Uh, in in grade school they's like oh spice it up spaz it up throw some stars in it as it as it comes into frame in corporate culture it's like no fuck that man just just give it give us the numbers give us the numbers and we'll be on our way but but give it to us in powerpoint (laughs) yeah i've used i've used prezi a lot less than i thought i would in my real life (laughs) prezi prezi's for the for the mac user very very in that in that second song were they i couldn't tell if it was just my headphones but were they speeding up and slowing down yes they were that was very that is very difficult to do i know you musically inclined folks out there but there's there's a part where it kind of does a little pause and then it's like all right kick it in the gear now as if you're like but i swear it happened a few times and that is not easy get the trot going a little bit harder and then yeah it started going a little bit good song I, i didn't know that um i didn't know either sunbuck or wonderful 
only knew camp at the time. Um, so is this, I guess this is, was this before camp or just during camp or just kind of during the, uh, the COVID months of, yeah. Wonderful. So, I mean, camp is still going on, right? Wonderful. The second track we heard, that's kind of like the precursor to camp. That's one of the, one of the guys solo careers. Then you have some buck, the first song we heard, that's kind of like the side gig. Not all music is really meant for a group. Uh, I think that's Taylor's way of having some more music out there. Now, are they touring? Like, are they a touring kind of thing? Or are they just... I, they, just I saw they release. They're coming out in a show in Iowa for, like, late summer, I want to say. So, they have stuff scheduled. Okay. Um, but and I think they've been coming out with new music over the past couple of months. So, hopefully, they've been back in the studio recording an album. But we'll see. I'd love to be a fly on a wall in an actual studio. Like, I don't understand. I don't think any of us understand the actual ins and outs of creating an album. I mean, Fernand's giving me this look as if, Oh, I've done it all this time. Have you heard me it's, in the basement? I've recorded. Uh, but no, just like the actual um, editing and and all the all the sound effects that go into it, and um, and I'm sure it's really interesting. And I mean, there's all kinds of different bands take they go about it different ways. Like sometimes they just go in for a week and they don't sleep, and they if they do sleep, they sleep in the studio because studio time costs money, and they just they just they knock it out for like in during a week. But then other bands is like, all right, let me tend, let me spend like three or four months working on this album, um, and they take their time with it. But both works out. Uh, they both work out usually pretty well if they're talented. Um, Chris Hackman, uh, we got some songs up for you. Um, get some Stevie Nicks. Oh no, that's is that you? No, that's that. No, that's Wolf. Yeah, called dibs on my woman. Yeah, we got okay. We got some Janis Joplin, some Sting, um, and some Harry Styles coming up. Uh, which one do you want to start with? Let's see. We go. Let's start with Janice. She's the first on my list. Gotcha. I think the first song that I start with is good old Janice Joplin to love somebody. 27 Club. Um, she is part of the 27 Club. And to stick with our theme of artists from bands that you may have heard of, she originally joined the Big Brother and Holding Company band in 1966. You may wonder how she got there to San Francisco to record that. She started in UT Austin, where she went to school. There, she was voted, quote, the ugliest man on campus after her first year. And that took her out of Texas, where she's from, and pushed her to San Francisco, just like the gold mine. She sought fame, and she joined Big Brother Band in 1966. After that, she decided her fame was too much for the small band, and she took up her solo career, where she produced the song, to love somebody, which you'll hear now. To love somebody by Janis Joplin. Oh, no. 
with myself, where were you? Fell back to sleep, I got drunk by noon I've never felt less cool We haven't spoke since you went away Comfortable silence is so overrated Why won't you ever be the first one to break? Even the phone misses your call styles i think it's time for us to dub him as sir call me sir god damn it call me sir damn it uh harry styles uh what was that harry styles from the dining room table off his first album a lot of good songs in the first album i think in our previous undercurrents we did um what was the first song on that album we did well anyway they got kiwi it's got sweet creature um why don't i just click on it right now and find out for you I think, I think it's i think it's i don't think it's better than the second one i think the second one topped Correct. it i agree but i see the second one was definitely the yeah the tops it but oh, meet, meet me in the hallway uh was the one we did on the uh the college version of undercurrents um 
Sign of the Times, Carolina, Two Ghosts, very good. Carolina's really good, too. Ever Since New York, really good. Just stop uh, crying. So, sign of the Times. Sign, sign of the Times. Is that, is that one of the lyrics in it? Yeah. yeah. Just, Just stop you crying, it's a sign of the times. Very good. Not bad. Sir, Sir Harry Styles, and then Janis Joplin before with To Love Somebody. Really good. I did not know that, uh, Chris, until you had submitted it a couple days ago. Really good. And I know that she can be kind of polarizing with her voice because I don't, I don't, like, my parents don't care for her voice. It's very, mm-hmm. it's very biting and it's just kind of raw. Right. But I think it's kick ass, especially with the horns in song and just a really good song. The Don of that. I agree. Definitely messes well with the horns. Kind of like she's got a bit of a tinny voice and the horns kind of bring that out. Absolutely. Uh, definitely couldn't be singing to a uh, acoustic guitar, but for yeah. For shizzle. Harry Styles also. Yeah, a great soothing voice kind of on the other hand and of course um, one direction so is harry i guess harry styles is 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 he more popular as harry styles or as one direction i think it's tough i think one direction was definitely one of the biggest boy but like they had their time so it's tough um, to to really look at the two but harry styles has had an incredible year in 2021 for not releasing any music he's like one of the top streaming artists on spotify so Thumbs up. Thumbs up on the, the dress for me. Yeah, as well. Likewise. Undercurrent stands. Bold, bold move. Brave. Thumbs up. People forget that people forget that young thug is out here wearing dresses and no one no one makes a fuss. Yeah, I've been wearing dresses for like five years now, but of course he does it and now he's yeah. You gotta respect the handsome. Handsome yeah. goes a long way and you know what? Get get out, get out of Corning, New York. You may make it a little bit bigger in London or something like that, or 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 L.A. wherever Mr. Styles is. But guys, I got some trivia questions. So previously, uh, we had done during quarantine, we did a trivia thing with the members, the brothers of the Alpha Delta Phi, and I threw together some other trivia stuff in in hopes that we would do it again. We never did it. But first of all, I have a uh, an intro that I'm sure you guys would like to hear that I had I written up a couple months ago. So here's how it started. Guys, welcome to the second Zoom trivia event. Let me start off by saying thank you to everyone for raising these funds for cancer-free kids. So I have to admit, I was a little nervous that M was going to counter the $10 buy-in with the very serious, um, I'm only comfortable with nine following. <laughs> but, as, but as the saying goes, every little bit helps, and I thank you guys like we did before, I'll read through the through a question and try to regurgitate it as well as Munns regurgitated his four for fours. <laughs> Here we go. One uh, trivia question on cuisine right now. Cuisine. All right. Here we go. The snack commonly referred to as potato chips were originally called what? It got its name. It got its original name from the New York from the New York City it was made in. Crisps. crisps anyone anyone saratoga alec evans i thought you would get it right away weren't you at the saratoga <sighs> why did you why did i was actually yeah why so did you say crisps you were wrong digest. crisps were i didn't i actually didn't hear which, i didn't know crisps was a is that is that a is that a brand they call them in the, no they so call them the that in uh, overseas oh really I i'll take some crisps no, i did not know that damn it i thought it was cultured you studied abroad people forget no the people don't forget actually i tell them every time (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, here's another one 
I knew Rock was gonna get this right away. Here we go. Da, 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 da. Oh, I knew. Yeah, I knew I had to throw an Italian cuisine question on here, or else Rocco would think that I'm downplaying or insulting his Guido heritage. Uh, <laughs> pasta is boiled just until you feel the resistance on your tooth when you test it. Oh, he got it right away. Wait, wait, wait. I don't even know what the question to, was. To the touch. Yeah, so it's when pasta is boiled just until you feel resistance on your tooth when you test it for it being done. It's commonly known as what? And that is al dente. Al dente. What does that mean, Richard? To the bite? Al dente? What you got to do is just throw it against the wall and see if it sticks. To the the tooth, I would say. To the tooth. (laughs) Yeah. Throw it against the wall and (laughs) – yeah, that looks good. And then you just mop (laughs) it. That's my dinner for the night. Um, okay, one more question. Oh, let's see. It's kind of like the Wheel of Fortune wheel. Yeah. And that's 500. Oh, I'm sorry. You lose your turn. Here we go. Ah, Ratatouille. The great 2007 Disney film reminded viewers that anyone can cook. It also confirmed to us that being a rat is as bad as you originally thought it was. Remy prepares the dish Ratatouille for the food critic. It's a classic French dish, but you can. But can you tell me what sector of the food pyramid makes the main dish? It's veggies. Yeah, you got it. It's All delicious. Vegetables. Have you ever had ratatouille? You, you've had yeah. a ratatouille. Wow. Yeah. Freddie is the trivia yeah. king. Yeah, Remy. Oh, Freddie is. Yeah, Freddie is. That's like a Jeopardy question, man. That's that was it was worded nicely, called. So, it was worded you. like a nice Jeopardy question. Thank you. Uh, well, where do you have ratatouille before, Sam? Was it in Paris or something? Well, my was it at Gusto's? If you can't tell what my last name, pretty French. Uh, <laughs> and my mom made it when we were growing up. And it's very good if because you, you cut out all the veggies and you put them on the pan, right? And then you put some sugar in there. And you, if you put it on like a little toasted baguette, very good. Oh, yummy. And the French love their baguettes. When I, oh, God, here we go. I mean, I'll tangent, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say I went abroad. But anywho, Chris Ackman, <laughs> your third song, your third song of the day is going to focus on a member of the police, uh, 1980s, 70s and 80s police, three man band. And the main focus of the band, of course, is Sting. Chris, anything about Sting in this next song coming up? That is my man. Uh, yeah, I do have a couple things, except I don't want to go away from Ratatouille just yet. Did you know, fun fact, from the movie, when they when they make the Ratatouille, they make it in a circle. And that was the first time that it like commonly been made in a circle and now that's the common way that people make it now really just based off of the influence oh, of that movie what was, a disney what was it like a was it a like what was the shape i guess of it they really it was almost like more like a lasagna is that correct sam like yeah, where it's yeah, just kind of yeah, flat exactly there, there wasn't a whole lot of an art to it you just throw it against the wall and see if it sticks that's wild. yeah and there's ratatouille yeah. but anyway Crazy. Back, to, back to the Brit. So Sting, born Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner, was uh, the lead singer and songwriter and bassist for the new wave rock band The Police. Uh, it's no secret that he took his many talents as singer and songwriter and bassist from that band and started his solo career. Um, most notably, The Police was known for their punk rock style. And their song, Every Breath You Take, which won Song of the Year in 1983. After that, Sting had a very successful solo career and also goes into many random just 
co-writing songs like Mary J. Blige and others of the type. But right now we have Sting, and this is After the Rain is Fallen, I believe.
And that was Sting, After the Rain Has Fallen. And we're back in studio. That was Sting. AJ! Ma! That was, my, that was my all Caldwell impression. Hey, guys. Is your room shaking, Caldwell? Yeah, we'll take it over from here. So that was Sting. And uh, as I was telling the boys behind the scenes, my family had a few CDs. You know, it was, it, was a, it was a simpler time when we grew up where we had the CD players and you would hit shuffle and it would just kind of mix between like five CDs or so. And my parents had this set where it was Sting, Seal, Dido, Los Lonely Boys. And I'm sure there's one that I'm missing, but some pretty good staples. So Sting was a uh, a staple of my childhood. Guys, I figured I figured it out, by the way. Your dad kind of looks like uh, Sting. <laughs> That's oh, fair. Oh. I was worried you were gonna say seal, and I wasn't sure how that was. No, was there? Was there? Is he all scarred up? Was there a Lenny Kravitz yeah, in there, Chris? Um, there might have been. There might have been somewhere in in the catalog. I'm sure. That oh. was not my family favorite. Zach, Zach, you may, you may be, you may know this. So, uh, Dire Straits, their big song, "Money for Nothing." You know, at the beginning, it's. It, I MTV. That's Sting. That is actually Sting that, that does that beginning. Part. I didn't know that. That's actually yeah. pretty interesting. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to hear it right now? You want to hear the beginning of it? Yeah, why not? Uh, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just found that out about a month ago. But I always I always was like, damn, that sounds really like doesn't sound like it's a very unique sound like that. It's only something Sting could only do. Money for nothing. And of course, not a deep track uh, by Dire Straits. Here's the first part. Great opening. And then, and then I have a musical anecdote for Seal. Yeah, so that's so that's Sting that opens up for Money for Nothing uh, with Dire Straits. Okay, Zach, uh, anecdote, Seal. Well, I was also going to say that um, that opening almost kind of sounds like Dark Side of the Moon. Like, like up until, like, the guitar starts to come in, like, that little opening that, and then you hear this, like, like almost electronic, like, pulsing. Yeah. Like, that reminds me of, like, t- like time or something in that first part of the Pink Floyd album. Absolutely. Um, yeah, for Seal. Um, whenever I think of Seal, I don't really know Seal, but whenever I think of Seal, I think of... Um, Little Dicky song White Dude, and in the middle of that song, I'm looking at story, and uh, in the middle of that song, he like, so he basically the White Dude song is just about like him being proud that he's both white and a man, um, and he he says he cuts in the middle of the song and he's like, you know, like I like if you look at Seal, he's scarred the fuck up, but I bet he's dating like models and shit, whereas like Adele has probably got to date someone who works at like AT and T. And then he keeps rapping. He's like, <laughs> I wake up and don't have to kick on my makeup. Like all that, whatever. Did you know Seal was Good married to Heidi Klum? Dude, no, I did not know that. But that is, there's something seriously wrong with that. Wait, well, Seal's a, a decent looking man. He's also a millionaire. Like, I'd agree. That's something attractive about that. And he's he was, he was in a fire as a child. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, and uh, his voice is also immaculate. I mean, it's you know who else was in a fire as a child? Harry Potter. Not not Heidi Klum. That girl is so that woman is so hot. She doesn't need to be dating fire victims. I'm sorry, I'll say it. 
<laughs> I think I've had too much water. Better. <laughs> we'll no, it's it. not, we'll it's not what it. you look like on the outside. <laughs> what is your radio voice like? Seal's got we it. We can nice. edit it. We can edit it. <laughs> let's make that. Let's put that into a TikTok. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. Cancel your ass. Hacken back to your your um kind of what you grew up. Your parents they had this rotating uh, rotation of of artists and CDs. Um. Yeah, I had the same thing. I had like, I had Jimmy Buffett actually. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out story. I'm sure your parents might have some Jimmy Buffett uh going throughout your your house at the time. Um, Dave Matthews of course. Uh, Dixie Chicks Fly album. That thing was going 27. Yes. Shania Twain. Shania Twain for sure. Shania Twain was not part of mine, but I mean Earl had to die. Very, I, I found out very young that she, that he had to die. So he, uh, but no, no, you. I think everyone has these these vinyl these albums that you just takes you back to childhood because your parents just instilled this into you. Sticks. So. Sticks, yes, yeah, sticks from for Alec, I'm sure. Um, at, at, at what point did you guys like actually start listening? to your parents music like there's no way they growing up you just instantly instantly loved every single thing that they're playing now you obviously like respect it but at the time like there's no way you actually enjoyed it i think it looks like a sign graph for me like when i'm really young that's all i listen to whatever music they fed me and then like middle school i thought i had my own like awakening um but then like in high school and college like i probably i think i had more of like i i dip back into what i think my parents grew up loving and what wore off on me because of my parents there's also music can take you back to like a certain memory a certain time and i think a lot of it is nostalgic in terms of like our parents music for sure like country yeah. Yeah. school and how it high in the country like kind of like amateur porn kind of like that that we discussed into the walmart parking lots <laughs> what takes me back I'm so confused. I don't think I was. I don't think I. Was, <laughs> Zach, you were in the forefront of that conversation. In the country. <laughs> you, you were probably blacked out. Just like it's cool, bro. Amateur porn. We hop, skipped, and jumped from family and nostalgia <laughs> to amateur porn pretty quick. <laughs> it's, it's really all in the same. Gonna talk about policy. But <laughs> the so porn we, stars you know, the videos you probably don't know. Undercurrents. <laughs> <laughs> and so with that, we're going to jump into the vinyl slide of the week. Alec Evans has the duty to uh, talk about the vinyl slide, his artist, the album, and the two songs that he's going to highlight tonight. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Um, so my artist is <laughs> my artist is Corday, formerly known as YBN Corday. Um, he was originally part of a rap collective called YBN um, coming up and at some point kind of decided that he wanted to make different music and kind of started his solo career. The two songs that I'm going to play are off his debut album, The Lost Boy, which came out in July 2019. So go ahead and play it. <laughs> play it, damn it. This is, this is Thanksgiving by Corday on Undercurrents.
corner, need banana pudding Brought you home to mama, even though you said I shouldn't Might not make the Christmas, but I'm hoping and I'm pushing for a better day A good day in the making, but you never say I could say that you're faking on the real, huh? Why you faking on the real? Uh, yeah See, I brought you home to mama, introduced you to my cousins Met my aunties and my uncles, know they crazy, they be bugging But promise that I got you, didn't bring you here for nothing No, we fighting, plus the arguments just leading to the fucking Though some things never rearrange, I know we needin' change All together through a deeper lane, come through, release the pain I can be yo, I be both and keep it real, what I be hoping No, you see, all love is destined, yeah, our shit was highly chosen By the universe, the stars align, your love is far divine Plus, I'm really glad you keep it G, that shit Shit is hard to find, not to mention my intentions was always evolving time. Girl, I hope I'm in your future, cause I know you fall in mine. Uh Mac and cheese up in the oven, grandma finished cooking. Thanksgiving round the corner, need banana pudding. Brought you home to mama, even though you said I shouldn't. Might not make the Christmas, but I'm hoping and I'm pushing for a better day. A good day in the making, but you never say. I could say that you're faking on the real. See, I've always been an overthinker I've always been the type to analyze To no surprise that you hold the team up The way the ship was built is no way that the lows could sink us A humble shawty, model type, walking vogue demeanor But anyway, through many days We on the block with Jenny stays Honey baked ham with Henny glaze Abraham inheritance, shawty, we plenty paid Bonnie Clyde, high speed chase, a renegade But mac and cheese up in the oven, grandma finished cooking Thanksgiving round the corner, need banana pudding Brought you home to mama, even though you said I shouldn't Might not make the Christmas, but I'm hoping and I'm pushing for a better day A good day in the making, but you never say I could say that you're faking on the real Why you faking on the real? Yeah Who be raising her daughter's kids, she's 46 One is one, one is two, others four and six Baby dad ain't really with that supportive shit I come to town, nice out with the foreign drip I got another cousin, she the same age as me Our lifestyle's completely different and basically Her baby dad beat her ass, what I hate to see Her black eye as I cried, it's a daily thing uh. And here I am chasing dreams Ignorant with bliss, worrying about plays and streams The crazy part is, they don't even say a thing They don't want me to worry, just go and make a I cream I got an aunt with a cheating husband Always knew he bogus Used to wear turtlenecks and some Louis loafers Coming home to family struggles, got me losing focus I don't know how else to deal, so it's truly I numb. got a brother out there who like five years old I don't know why daddy tried to hide your 
so No blood test needed cause it just might be yeah. Seen the picture, little man looking just, just like me, me. Yeah. It be the ones that's closest That go through the motion Maybe it's me that's been selfish Don't know why I can't help it And it's been hard for me to see what you've been going through It's tiring, cause you've been suffering Suffering, no more suffering in silence And they don't even ask for shit When I was broke, grab my money, grab me cash and shit And she wasn't even the one that was having it Family be mattering most, but it's a catalyst I got another cousin bugging who addicted to Zan Said it was her substitute for never getting a man Said we all need love, only if it's in the plan Force love, the worst love, throw that shit in the can I got an auntie who a prostitute that hurt my soul Promise you selling your body ain't worth that gold Reverse that role, you don't gotta swerve that role Searching for the answers, I don't wanna search that low Cause I done been through a lot, my family goes through worse Crying on this airplane, how I wrote this verse They be suffering in silence, they don't tell me a thing All they tell me is, nigga, go excel in your dreams yeah. it be the ones that's closest That go through all the motion Maybe it's me that's been selfish Don't know why I can't help it in studio that was family matters by corday and then previously was thanksgiving by corday alec evans those are fire back to back like and, and especially with if you have good headphones or if you have a, a really loud like if you if you're really hearing it there's so many intricacies of each song that's just like super subtle but but it makes the song and i, I mean, like the baseline in the second song was was incredible like it just it makes you it makes you you know Bob the head, stomp the foot, you know, in in big time. Sure. And it's, I, it's ahead. funny because like the the YBN and the group, like the music they make is very much like new era, like internet rap. Like the other guys in the group are so not like the music he makes. It's very different. Um, but yeah, I think one of the most notable things is just like he's very good at telling stories in his music, which I think across any genre is just. Like, mark of a good artist is being able to tell a story in a song, and I think he does it so well. And his his music almost sounds like it's not of this era. It's, like, refreshing in a way. It's very authentic. So. I agree about the storytelling, Alec. That's that's kind of my own personal opinion, but I do think that's, like, an objective thing. Like, if, a, if an artist can tell a story in their music, it's definitely a good um, quality. But I definitely – I think I enjoy I'm – I'm a lyrics guy, as Caldwell knows, like – I like reading into the lyrics of songs and the best, some of my favorite songs tell a really nice story in their lyrics or have a really good message. 
Yeah, I'm sure there's a I don't know if there's a divide. There's probably a a good balance of those that are, oh, I'm more uh I guess instrument music oriented. Like I I more listen to the notes of the music rather than the lyrics themselves, but then there's others like I'm very lyric oriented and I want to hear the story develop or some sort of thing develop with the lyrics. Um but I mean both because I, I could tell there's a story going on in those songs, but also the music behind it is just super catchy. So if you can get both of those to work, like that's almost when you know you have a really good, a really good song that can definitely take you places. Um, so yeah, Corday, Corday, is that his first album? That was his. He's had singles. That's his debut album from 2019. Okay. Um, I don't know if he's actually released any other albums. I think it's mostly just singles or features. Damn. Checking that. I'm checking him out. That's really good. Really good. All whole album is incredible. It is cheese and wine with Alec and Zach. And Alec and Zach are both here. I'm sure they have a great story to tell about this wine and cheese that they have in front of them right now. Guys, take it away. Cheese and wine with Alec and Zach. Yeah, so we um, we wanted to keep in line for the theme today, and we also wanted to keep it a surprise from you guys. Um, so I'll let Alec explain what, what we got and why we got it. Yeah, so along with the, um, you know, artists from Notable, kind of like going off from the norm, we decided to enjoy our wine tonight in some alternative packaging. Tonight, we will be drinking some black box wine. I That's- believe I have the Cabernet. I think Zach has the Merlot. So, Correct. Um, there seems to be this like negative stigma behind box wine for some reason. Like it's, you know, just the wine you drink at a college party or whatever. But in reality, these three liter boxes, a lot of the wines have gotten really good. And aside from that, it is more wine for less money and keeps way better than wine in a bottle. Fun fact, almost they say box wines can last up to 30 days, whereas a regular bottle can last whites maybe a week, reds maybe just a few days. So a I, lot of benefits from the box. I, I will say this. My my grandma, who's 96, just turned 96, lives on the west side of Cincinnati. Shout out. Because wow. um, she's a west sider. Yes, grit. G-R-I-T, grit, west side. Uh, no, but she she's from Vienna, Austria. And all the places in the world, you probably think that they're very sophisticated about their wine and you know, they they have the symphony with them and the very orchestral oriented and they want to have that that great wine next to them. Well, Schnell, you you're wrong. She drinks boxed Franzia and she's been drinking it for 40 years now. And that is the that is the key potentially to long. A long life. Ninety six just turned Hey, drink, drink what you like. Right. And, and it's, like. it's, according to, to Alec, it has some benefits, too, that don't that. They don't come uh, in every bottle of wine, so so not, so. What was the brand again? Black yeah, box. So black I'm box. I'm in the black box cabernet. A okay. lot of the cabernet. Gallo just acquired it. 
Didn't they? Didn't they, Alec? Yeah, huge brand. Um, but normally, most Cabernets are California. This one is actually Chile. Did I say that right? Chile. No, you, no, you did Chile. Um, Choquero, yeah. right? Cho. Choquero. Mm-hmm. They pronounce yeah. their their Y's like a, or they pronounce their Y's like a, like a shush, like a shush. Um, but the the cab is full body, displaying enticing aromas of black currant, toasty oak, and a hint of vanilla. Ripe blackberries and chocolate fill the palate with balanced tannins that lead to a soft, lingering finish. So. And linger it does. Um, I <laughs> linger by the cranberries. By the cranberries. Um, I so then as for cheese, as far as cheese goes, I got um, a gouda. I don't have the packaging on me. I think it's like an aged gouda. I got it from Safeway. That's good. But the thing that I wanted to highlight, I didn't really. I wouldn't say I made a charcuterie board. Is that am I saying that cute? <laughs> Like French, am I saying the, the, the you right? Shock you. Um, I I don't have bread, but I do have something called matzah, which is the bread that Jews eat over Passover, which is coming up on this Saturday. Um, so I figured that was a relevant thing to tie in. I'm gonna eat it with my wine. I've got the matzah, I've got my gouda, and I've got my black box merlot, and it's all tied together. And um, the only connection at Passover, unfortunately, doesn't really connect to the undercurrent, our undercurrent show as much as I'd like. But the one thing that I'll say is the story of Passover involves the angel of death passing over the doors of the Jews, okay, that have painted their... their they got a divorce as a matter of course, and they parted the closest of friends. Then the king and the queen went... So, cut down a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'll take over the Jewish trivia. <laughs> They painted the doors with lamb's blood. Yes. And that Over is... all of the main hits from the artists. <laughs> did I cut out? Yeah, you did a little bit. All good. Hey, you know what? You probably Chris got... was Chris was doing a great job though. Yeah. I mean, Chris, you can you can continue. Yeah. I like honorary, honorary I've, read, I've read the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah. Or his Old Testament. I, yeah. I was he, on a roll for a while there. He, he was Jeff. He was locked in when it came to scriptures class. Uh, yeah, well, I was I was gonna say I think I cut out, but I was gonna say that. Just like the angel of death, we here at Undercurrents also pass over all of the main hits by artists that you know. We look for the we look for the the, the Egyptian babies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> someone, did someone say death? Oh wait, perfect time. Yeah, someone said death. Someone said death. We have another segment right after Cheese and Wine with Alkin Zach. Alkin Zach, thank you very much for your cheese and wine, your your knowledge. Uh, boxed wine, don't give up on boxed wine. Don't look, <laughs> don't turn the other cheek. It's not maligned. It's just you thinking it's maligned. It's don't not misunderstood. Don't pass it over. <laughs> don't move on to the Egyptian. Just move on to the Egyptian. Uh, we have North of the Wall with Sam Fredette. North of the Wall, uh, as as you may know from from our previous show was uh everything everything death metal everything that you don't know everything that's wild out there that you can't put a finger on sam fredette is one of the wildlings and he has some knowledge to drop on us tonight sam fredette north of the wall here we go well 
I'm glad you said uh, death metal because it is a great transition to what I wanted to talk about here tonight. Um, as many people know, you can't really put music into a genre. I think they typically do that just so that you can kind of group it together and sell it. But at the same rate, there's a lot of differences and a lot of subtleties between all of them. And the same thing can be said for metal. So on the uh, in the same light as some of Caldwell's trivia, I was hoping to do a little bit of metal trivia here for you. Give you a few bands, and if you can tell me the subgenre of metal, you get a prize. Oh, let's lock in, All lock right. in. Here we go. Alrighty. So we'll start a little bit easier. Maybe some bands that you have heard of. The bands uh, Metallica, Anthrax, Megadeth. And Slayer, anyone subgenre, Christian, uh, uh, pretty far off. I think it's just—is it just rock metal? Yeah, I was gonna say that's not. I was gonna say heavy metal. Well, well ah, that's actually kind of close, Alec. But Black we'll use this as an example. Metal. Metallica, Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, and Anthrax are typically called thrash metal bands. Um, characterized by fast guitar, double bass drum, aggressive but understandable vocals, not a lot of screaming. If you listen to a lot of Metallica, you can hear what uh, James Hetfield is, is is oftentimes singing, but it is a little bit heavier. Thrash metal. Exactly. That's your typically record. typically you know you're like 80s, 90s, early 90s bands that'll typically be your thrash metal. We'll move on to something a little bit more difficult. Um, your bands who characterize this subgenre would be Corn. Limp Biscuit, Papa Roach, and Slipknot. Very 90s. Early Screamo. Anarchist. Screamo. I was going to say Screamo. Ah, you, come on, guys. You're so... Not, yeah, this, is why, this is why I have my Whacking. segment. Not He's even close. Doom metal. metal. Oh, extreme metal. Doom metal. Oh, this metal. would be new metal. N-U metal. <laughs> combining heavy metal riffs with hip-hop influences that. and rap... Did you? Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't hear that. Sorry. This genre became very popular in the late 90s through the early 2000s and then fell out of favor. Often you don't hear a lot of Limp Bizkit and Papa Roach anymore, but some iconic lines. Papa Cut back, my Papa life Ro- into pieces. This, this is my, is life. my last race. <laughs> Here's one. I think I, I would hope that at least three of you guys would know this one. Bands like Kill Switch Engage, Parkway Drive, August Burns Red, all bands that you have seen. What is the metal sub sub genre? Heavy yeah. metal. Uh, you're proving my point, fellas. Funk, funk, doom this metal, death metal, core metal core. Metal this genre is currently very popular and combines heavy metal with hardcore. They use the musical style of heavy metal, especially melodic death metal, and the shouting style of vocals from that you uh, that you typically hear in hardcore. Uh, not a lot of singing in metalcore. As you guys might have witnessed, a uh, story going crazy in a in a Parkway Drive mosh pit, which I, I gotta add, that is some of the wet. that was that was ultra marathon runner type of cardio that you were exhibiting in a Parkway Drive mosh pit. It was incredible. Peak. That was peak male performance. Yeah, exactly. So I guess if I wanted to teach you one thing here, I think let's bring it to modern day. Bands like Animals as Leaders, Pliny. Uh, just to name a few, would be progressive metal that uh, often can be called math core. Uh, yes, math, M-A-T-H core. Um, 
a lot of odd time signatures, uh, changes in tempo, things of that nature, because I, I, I think this goes across a lot of music. There's only so much different uh, styling and, and, and things that you can do in a song to make it sound different. So at this point, they're kind of turning to... It's not uh, typically what you hear in metal, but uh, uh, oftentimes it's even instrumental songs. So maybe something to keep in mind, but uh, I'll send it back to the studio. Thanks for the time, Caldwell. I really appreciate it. And that is North of the Wall with Sam Fredette. Thank you very much, Sam. And we're back in the studio. North of the Wall with Sam Fredette. You learn something new every time you listen. You do. You really do. Going to jump back into the music, the deep tracks, the Egyptian babies. Um, we're going to jump right into it right now. Here we go. It's, uh, I got a song by Joe Strummer. Joe Strummer is the lead singer. What? The lead singer passed away, unfortunately, in the early 2000s of The Clash. Joe Strummer of The Clash. This is with um, the, I think it's pronounced the Mescaleros. Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros. This is Johnny Appleseed on Undercurrents.
Johnny Appleseed, Joe Strummer, and the Mescala Rome Anemone. I live Anemone. Joe Strummer and the Mescala Rose uh, on Undercurrents. Joe Strummer, The Clash. Maybe one of the OG kind of punk rock bands along with the Ramones. Um, big fan of The Clash. They got some classic hits. Um, Joe Strummer. And he... Uh, he steered away from the Clash after they broke up in the late '80s and messed around a little bit with some uh, some solo and then some offshoot stuff with the Mescala Rose. Sam Fredette, we got a couple songs with you, Gorillas. I am so intrigued with this Gorillas tune because a I don't know what the uh, I guess the um, kind of side band is this a side band of someone that's famous or something like that. I'm I'm very curious about that and then. We have also Audio Slave, uh, Chris Cornell, and the the convergence of Chris Cornell and um, I can't believe I can't remember the uh, guitarist. Help me out, Bubba. Tom Morello. Tom Morello from uh, Raging as the Machine. Sam, let's talk about uh, Gorillas. What's going on here? Uh, uh, so I was doing a little bit of digging, and I'm glad you guys brought up earlier – things that uh the song reminds you of and i don't know something about when you hear gorillas except for this song which i i guess i maybe could have picked a different one but i really like this song when i hear gorillas it just makes me feel like it's raining outside it's very melancholy i don't know i i really like the vibe that they give off a very experimental band but i was doing a little bit of digging and damon alburn is the guy who started gorillas in 1998 but he became he came from a much more famous band that you should know and uh, i was looking it up a little bit doing a little bit of digging like i said and if you look up the top or most popular british bands of all time they are ranked number 13 Uh, at the list that i was looking at and they are sandwiched in between number 12 queen and number 14, um, can't believe I'm blanking on this, uh, but they're right behind They're right behind the queen in like, terms of popularity. I'd like to guess the clue. Yeah. Is it Blur? It is Blur. 
Let's go. Oh, it's Blur. Awesome. Which is Blur also which is also close to home because we used to play the song uh, song two, which is definitely the I would say far and away their most famous song. That one goes but, a little bit like. Uh, Woo-hoo! Exactly. Exactly. I had no idea how famous uh, Blur was, but he used a lot of his influences from Blur and things that he did not get to do, and he was kind of tired of becoming famous or being famous and being in the spotlight and created a cartoon band, which is what Gorillaz is. So without further ado, this is Rock the House by the Gorillaz on Undercurrents. Like that, you wanna try that? It's like a flashback, so shake your ass crack. I got the boss to rock the saucer, funk the blueser, any groove to make your move, cause taking you to another landscape is my mandate. I'm highly animated, even though I'm decomposing. So if your feet is frozen, I'ma die to see you open. rhyme and the DJ spin, I want y'all to just get down. Now why the MC rhyming and the DJ cutting, I want y'all to just get down. And when the MC rhyme and the DJ spin, I want y'all to just get down. Now why the MC rhyming and the DJ cutting, I want y'all to just get down. Tap your toes and clap your hands. Come on, trace the globe and shake your pants. Just twist the hip and do the dip. Come on, shake your back, do whatever it takes. Gravitational pull, I have you making a fool out of yourself on the dance floor. Doing backspins, running man, and more. Party down with vigor and candor. Come into the jam or look like a landlubber. And do the aqua boogie, win lots of goodies. Baby, pop the Gucci while the turntables is talking to me. It's awfully groovy seeing all the treasure and the booty. And the MC rhyme and the DJ spin, I want y'all to just get down. Now while the MC rhyming and the DJ cutting, I want y'all to just get down. And when the MC rhyme and the DJ spin, I want y'all to just get down. Now while the MC rhyming and the DJ cutting, I want y'all to just get down. Tap your toes and clap your hands. Come on, trace the globe and shake the pants. Just Twist the hip and do the dip. Come on, shake your back, do whatever it takes. I wanna get down lower than Atlantis, going toe to toe with an enchantress. Get funkier than funkadelic wearing pampers. While you eggheads is on the wall preparing answers, sharing transcripts. While we over here dipping and dancing, rhythm romancing, wallflowers. No action, nope. All hours, chillin' and maxin'. So relaxin'. Opposites attractin'. I'ma toss my hat in. Lost when the track spin. Like I'm on a crack bench. Jigglin' and wigglin'. Freakin' booty, speakin' to the cutie. So belligerent. No religion, just bonk the 
feed on You feel reborn Negativity, we just dead it like decon Better lift your feet and just measure the beat on The pulse when it respawns Tap your toes and clap your hands Come on, trace the globe and shake your pants Just twist your hip and do the dip Come on, shake the bank, do whatever it takes
And that was Audio Slaves Exploder. And then previously was Rock the House by Gorillas. Wow, I did not know that the there was a connection between Blur and Gorillas. And I did not know that song before. The only song I knew from Gorillas was Feel Good Inc. And and I kind of glanced at their uh, library, and they have a lot of a lot of very li- millions of song. I can't I can't speak again. They have a lot of listens on their top five, like 400 and something million listens on a number of their songs, not just Feel Good Inc. And I don't know every any single one of them. I don't know any of them. So and then I heard that there's this, like you said, they're like very uh, they're computerized. Like when they're playing on live stage, they don't play like they don't show themselves they have these animations behind them that are them they, yeah they did that early on now when they perform like they, they play at festivals i think they played at coachella in like 2017 or 2012 or something i can't remember but now da- damon alburn and his band will come out and if you look at their uh, albums the further the, the ones that they created a little bit further down the timeline they have a lot of features and it goes to show you he had a vision for what he wanted to do and he just wanted people to be creative and do their thing so he has a lot of rappers on there, a lot of other artists. I was listening to some stuff in the car today. Um, 1975 takes a lot of uh, uh, inspiration from Gorillaz, which I thought was interesting. And uh, Fetty Wap, oddly enough. I I don't know a lot about rap, but it just doesn't seem like something that's all that similar. But uh, very cool stuff. You should give him a listen. You'd be, you'd be surprised. Uh, Kid Cudi always talks about how he... A lot of his songs were based on soundscapes from Electric Light Orchestra. Like a lot of a lot of rappers will pull from stuff like that to make music. Um, when you mean pull from that, you mean like use the? I think like, like I think samples, he was in an right? interview and I think he said something like the sound. He said like soundscape or something like the. I don't even know what that means, but. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Yellow's a good band to pull from. And, and honestly, if you're looking for a good story. The story of gorillas, like the actual cartoons, is something that Zach Wolf would come up with. It is so odd and funny, and I, I'd be interested to hear what you have to say about that if you look it up. But yeah, that's the gorillas. Interesting. I I don't know much about gorillas. I think I know just. Here we go again. Zach top three hits. Um, can you hear me? There we go. Can you hear me? Can you, can you hear me now? Like the blood over the door. Can you hear <laughs> Yeah. Testing. You're good. We can hear you. Okay. Um, the, as I dive, I continue to dive into Lord Huron. I hate to keep bringing up Lord Huron, but it sounds to me from what, from what I know and from what I've heard tonight, like. Jesus. And their own little underlying story. You can't hear me. Maybe I can't. Moving but, on. No, you break up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, one, little uh, thing, one little thing about Audio Slave and Chris Cornell passed away in what was that, 2017 or Um That was a day that I, I vividly remember where I was when he I found out that he passed away. And I'm sure everyone has those little moments, but I don't know. It, it made me appreciate his music a lot more. And his, his band that he was more famous for was Soundgarden. And their more famous songs are Black Hole Sun, which I think. Pretty much everyone has heard. In my eyes, in this post. 2007. 
Do you guys remember where you were when certain artists died? Like when Michael Jackson died, do you remember? Yes, I was going to say Michael Jackson. Also, can you hear me better now? Yes. Yes. So Michael Michael Jackson died. I was in Miami, Florida, and I saw my first pair of boobies on a beach. R.I.P. Michael Jackson. Yes. And Farrah Fawcett. And Billy Mays. They all died with same day. I knew Farrah Fawcett died the same. I did not know Billy Mays did. He was like he was the next day. I was at my sister's lacrosse practice. She had here a lacrosse practice. We're just gonna give up on. on, I was on the watching. Shut up, Zach. We're just gonna give up on you. And on that day, your child died also. But no, I was at my brother's baseball game up in Mason, Ohio, and yeah, we we heard the news and. No one was really upset, you know. Like no, no one was like, "Oh shit, like, what the fuck?" There was like, oh, Michael Jackson died, um, kind of thing like that. But like, do you guys know where? You, do you remember where you were when uh, when uh, Mac Miller passed away? Squirt, squirting, A squirt, squirting, squirting everywhere in the locker. Your eye. Yeah. Oh shit! And you know what? The the one person that hasn't played his songs yet, Zach Wolf, I'll have to do it for him. But yeah, I mean, there's certain there's certain artists, certain events. I mean, like, do you guys remember 9/11? Mercy Healthplex women's locker room. I'll remember that too. They had a TV Kobe, in there. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant too. Kobe Bryant. That was yeah. heavy, dude. That was really heavy. I I made the announcement to my family. I was like, Kobe Bryant, and it was just very. No one believed me. Sopper. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Let's see Zach trying to hop in right now. Zachary Adam, you're on mute. Mr. Frodo. Hello. Zach, just keep your keep your video off. Sometimes that helps. Okay. Can you we hear me better now? We don't see your va- Yeah, we can hear you a little bit, but it's probably gonna break up though. Okay, I think it was an audio issue. I, th- no. I, mean, I think it was a Wi-Fi issue. Yeah, I think it's your Wi-Fi. Definitely. All right, Zach, we're gonna jump into your songs right now. So we got two. Uh, one from Stevie Nicks, of course, with Fleetwood Mac, um, with a Don Henley with, from the Eagles, and then Darius Rucker. Um, people think, I mean, actually, I, I guarantee you that at least 50% of the population thinks that Darius Rucker is also Hootie. Like his name is Hootie. He's not Hootie. He's not part. He's not Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish is a one singular band, um, and he loves to correct people on that. But we have. Darius Rucker tune. Zach, can you hear me? Can you hear me in the airwaves? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Jump into Stevie Nicks and Don Henley real quick, and then we'll we'll also we'll hop onto Darius Rucker right after that. Yeah. So um so for Stevie Nicks and Don Henley, they obviously as as we know, but maybe the the listeners don't know, Stevie. Nix is the lead singer for Fleetwood Mac, and Don Henley was the guitarist for the Eagles, and both launched very successful. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, but I have to correct you. Don Henley was the drummer for the Eagles. I'm sorry, the drummer. You're right. He was the drummer. Joe Walsh, Fuck Ron you. Fry. I know. You're right. He was the drummer. Um, I guess I'm thinking of Dirty Laundry, and I'm thinking of that goddamn guitar song from Dirty Laundry. But yeah, so um, so they came together. This this song, I, I found that out this out very recently. This song was originally meant for um, for Waylon Jennings. It was written for Waylon Jennings and someone else that were kind of in the outlaw country. 
Waylon, and then there was a female country artist singer, and I can't remember her name. But uh, Waylon Jennings does like Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys with Willie Nelson. Um, and they didn't accept. I don't think I just don't even think they put it on the album that it was supposed to be on. So um, it's a great it's a great tune by two great artists that have had great successful solo careers in addition to their um, their prominence with their ma- their bands. This is Leather and Lace by Stevie Nicks and Don Henley. Enjoy.
Leather and Lace by Stevie Nicks featuring Don Henley. Wow, two uh, two kick-ass kick-ass um, leads for for kick-ass bands, Eagles and Fleetwood Mac. Guys, you can only choose one. Who are you choosing, Eagles or Fleetwood Mac? You know my answer. I know your answer. Yeah, mine's Fleetwood. Yeah, I think I knew Hackman's too. Eagles. Eagles. I'm gonna be honest. I I don't think I've gone as deep as as Hack and Hack and Wolf on Fleetwood Mac. So Fleetwood, it's an, it's a dude. Listen to listen to early Fleetwood. Listen. Fleetwood Mac was a completely different genre when they first started. Yeah, I actually mm-hmm. found this out because I was talking about Fleetwood Mac to somebody in one of my liquor stores, and I was like, "Yeah, I like Fleetwood Mac." And he's like, "You have no idea what you're talking about." Like, oh. Yeah, dude, their their early so stuff. Is, humor. Their early stuff is super different, super bluesy, and uh, it's really good. I mean, you never hear it. You never hear a song by Fleet because I don't even think because they Nicks, didn't have Stevie. Yeah, yeah, Stevie Nicks wasn't even in the band. I don't even know if if Lindsey Buckingham was in the band at the time. Uh, I, I think it was just the guys. But, but there's it's like Peter Greens. They kept saying Peter Greens Fleetwood Mac. Peter Greens Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, different sound completely, but. In its own right, very good. It's just it got so, I mean, it just got so big with Stevie Nicks and Lizzie Buckingham and oh, I can't remember the other one. Christy. Which one? Which one was she? There's so Mick she Fleetwood, was, right? She Mick was married Fleetwood. to one of them, and then they had a like she was like she cheated on him with the other guy, or what happened then? Sounds like a question for Chris Hackman because I, I think he's the he's the he's the specialist when it comes to Fleetwood Mac. I feel. Well, there's stories. Uh, I mean, I would probably have to to Google all of it to give you the the full the full benefit of it. But wasn't Stevie Nicks was married to Wolf? Help me on this. I thought I'm gonna start to Google too. I was gonna say, wasn't she with Mick? I thought she was with Mick Fleetwood. And then like the song "Little Lies" is about Mick Fleetwood, within my understanding. Other songs like, what am I thinking of? You'll never she, catch a woman. The chain. No, that's a different song. But anyway, most of her songs are about her relationship with what I understood as Mick Fleetwood. Here, here's an example of um, of an early Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac 1968 before it, they were even probably known. This is called Shake Your Money Maker. Just real quick. This is what it sounds like. It's really, it's really, uh, it's really rockabilly. You know, it's it's very um, upbeat, bluesy, um, kind of that call call response um, feel to it. So yeah, I mean, the song was actually remixed by Ludacris in 2014. That's that's a fact. And yeah. it was featured in the uh, the Adam McKay film The Big Short. Shake your money, make it like somebody about to pay you. Yeah, you know? That is it. That is it. But no, um, I do I do to to revisit the whole I don't I assume Hackman you were looking but um so yeah Nick's had a relationship with Lindsey Buckingham mm-hmm. Mick Fleetwood and then later Don Henley 
And then um, after mm-hmm. that, she had a relationship with Joe Walsh, which I can't imagine was good Joe for the Walsh. I go to party sometimes. And <laughs> she said he was the greatest lover. She said he was the greatest lover, which doesn't surprise me because when you're on that much cocaine, uh, you know, I don't know where that's going because <laughs> sometimes that doesn't go so well. Not that I'm yeah, Joe, uh, crazy uh, motherfucker. So, but so Steve Nicks and right. Lizzie Buckingham had the biggest relationship when they were writing the album Rumors. So many of the songs on that album are about each other. And now so, they don't—they don't even like like they—they they, she kicked out Lindsey Buckingham a couple years ago of the mm-hmm. band. Said you're done. So yeah, uh, I don't know what happened there, but. I mean, Lindsey Buckingham. Don't, don't scissor your friends is what I think the, the extremely, moral of the story is. Extremely talented guitarist, Lindsey Buckingham. Rumors. John Mulaney said that Rumors is an album by cheaters for cheaters. I'm looking at the I'm looking at their library now. So all of their, I mean, I would say their first big time album is just, there's their name album. So Fleetwood Mac came out in 1975. They had released at least eight eight to ten albums prior to that under Fleetwood Mac but didn't have the big names of Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham maybe I don't know when I don't know when Lindsey jumped on things like early 70s but then Fleetwood Mac that the name album came out and that had Rhiannon uh Say You Love Me Landslide you know some big ones on that and then of course the next one was I think their best one Rumors uh Dreams, never going back, never going back again. Don't stop. Go your own. I mean, yeah, go your own. Yeah. Go your own way. Songbird, the chain. You make love so, fun. Chain. Gold dust woman. Chain. Go your own way. And what? Was, one of the other ones you said. Uh, all dreams. By. Never going back again. Don't stop. Go your own way. Songbird, the chain. You make loving fun. I don't want to know. Oh, daddy. Gold dust woman. Those are so, and then the first, I missed the first one. Secondhand News was the first song on that. Oh, that's a good one. On that. And then Tusk after that, which I think Tusk is really good, but Tusk you know, is. You yes, don't hear, you don't hear Tusk songs uh, or the song itself. So, okay. Uh, Fleetwood Mac delved into that a little bit. Uh, Zach, your second song of the night is Mr. Darius Rucker from South Carolina, I believe. He's from South Carolina. Jump in his Darius a little bit. And Hootie. Well, yeah, I, I guess I, I was going to talk a little bit more about Hootie, but I guess I, I maybe you can explain the disconnect because I thought there was a connection. Was he not a part of the Hootie, Hootie and the Blowfish band? Was he that not him? No, yeah, no, he is. He is part of the it was Hootie and the Blowfish. But people, when they first came out, people were like, oh, my God, like Darius Rucker. They assumed his name was Hootie. So ah, OK. The was, name. So like he was Hootie and then the band around him was the Blowfish. When in actuality, it's just like it, the, the band is Hootie and the Blowfish. It's not it's right. Just, right. It's right, right. The name is no. So he kind of was irked for a while when people just kept going Hootie, you know, and they're like, Hootie no. is not the preferred nomenclature, man. OK, yes. It's actually Darius Darius Rucker from uh, from Columbia, South Carolina. But, yeah. So he. um. So, yeah, so Hootie and the Blowfish were popular. Darius Rucker went on to have a very successful and continues to have a very successful solo career. Obviously, we know him for Wagon Wheel. I think that's probably – I think Wagon Wheel is probably – his cover. Which is a cover, and I was going to say, I think his cover is probably more well-known than the original at this point. I'd agree. I'd, I'd concur. Agreed. Yeah. Um, 
So this song is um, is off of his 2008 album Learn to Live, I think. Um, and this one is called Drinkin' and Dialin'. I hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> thing I remember I met the boys down at the Gemma We had a few beers And a few shots I woke up the next day With cotton mouth and a headache Trying to connect all the dots Staring up at the ceiling I got that funny feeling Looked over and I my ex-girlfriend I felt like a fool And that's when I knew I'd been drinking And diving again So the next time You think I've had too much to drink And you tell me I shouldn't drive home When you take my keys Oh, I beg of you, please Darius Rucker. Zach, when did that come out? Was that a couple years ago? Just a few, Mr. Xander Willie, 2008. All right. That's that's like 13. But okay. Yeah, 2000. Was he really doing solo stuff by then? Yeah, I think like, this is the like same when, album as some of his other ones. Like, when did Second Wheel come out? I'm curious now. Like um. I don't know, but this one, this is the same album that All Right is on, which is another one of his hits. All right, oh. all right. Yeah, come back song. Shoes, right? Yeah. Shoes yeah. under my feet. Oh, he's just got shoes. The woman I love. 
All right. Okay, so we're gonna yeah, you know the rest. We're gonna we're gonna close uh, tonight. Yeah, thank you all for listening to this podcast. Undercurrents is what we call it here. Uh, we've had a good time tonight. Cheese and wine was had. Uh, blood was shed on the uh, your door your door frame, and you will be passed over to the undercurrents. And Egyptians were murdered, <laughs> but yeah. they deserved it. So it's different. <laughs> Cut it early. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's when the editing comes in. Here I think we, we just found. I think we just Bad. got ten minutes back of our time, right, Caldwell? <laughs> <laughs> chip, 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 chip away on the time. Guys, we're gonna close with one of my favorite artists. Um, her name is Grace Potter, and she was with Grace Potter in the Nocturnals previously. I think she's better with Grace Potter than Nocturnals, but um, she wants to do her own thing. She just released her her new album uh, last year. I think she's called Grace Potter, or maybe it's called Love is Love, something like that. But this is off her new album. It's called On My Way. I just think she is is a, the perfect combination of sexy and cute, Zach. I really do. I really do think she is. Uh, I hope but, you never use that in real life on a real person. <laughs> Let me buy you a drink. You're like the perfect combination of sexy and cute. <laughs> but and uh, not drunk. Her her voice is amazing. She she's from Vermont, which is interesting. She she shreds guitar. She is vibrant on stage. She's also gorgeous. Um, Grace Potter, Grace Potter from Grace Potter and the Nocturnals, <laughs> tonight right now. Any last words, fellas, before we get evicted from Spotify? Stay gorgeous. Potter. Stay cute. We'll be back in two weeks. See y'all. I'm a what? Dobby, bad elf. Bad Dobby. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? what? (laughs) You what? Blimey. I promise we're getting to the music. Here we go. On My Way by Grace Potter from Grace, previously from Grace Potter and the Nocturnals on Undercurrent. See y'all in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm.